Did you know, during the Colorado Gold Rush of 1859, two young men from Kansas came to the area of Colorado Springs and ended up in what would become Garden of the Gods? Standing in awe at the towering rock formations around them, Melanchthon Beach turned to his friend Rufus Cable and said, This will make a capital place for a beer garden when the country grows up. In which Rufus responded, Beer garden? Why, it is a fit place for the gods to assemble, and we will call it Garden of the Gods. And a freaking name is Melanchthon. I'm Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native. I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newcomer. And we're a married couple living along the Front Range in Colorado. And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life Podcast, where we share accessible adventures to help you explore like a local. In this episode, we're going to be talking about a really awesome destination here in Colorado Springs called Garden of the Gods. Technically, it's called Garden of the Gods Park, but let me tell you, it is unlike any other park you will ever visit or have ever been to. Let's just dive right in. Garden of the Gods is just like that iconic place. I, I think it's actually on the quarter, or at least it was going to be on the, the quarter. The Colorado quarter? Yeah, the Colorado quarter mm. when they did it. At least it was up for nomination at the very least. You know, I don't, do I have any? There's 50 quarters floating around or more than that now, so <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's not coming to the top of my head, but. So what is Garden of the Gods? It's a completely free public park with over 1,300 acres of sandstone formations, lots of grasslands, hiking trails, and a really awesome visitor and museum center. Um, When you Google anything about Colorado Springs specifically, or even Colorado in general, it is one of the most photographed views that comes up. And with good reason, right? Yeah, it certainly is one of the most pictured things uh, in Colorado, if not in the entire country. It has those giant red rock formations with Pikes Peak in the background. It's just very picturesque and it's very iconic and it's something that actually a lot of people know about. Garden of the Gods is is definitely a very common tourist attraction for people to go to, but it doesn't make it any less spectacular at all. At this park, which it is indeed a park, you won't find, you know, swings and jungle gyms, but you'll find some really, really cool, awesome uh, geology with lots of trails to explore and a museum and quite a few places to eat. So a bit of history on Garden of the Gods. Well, first off, how it was formed is kind of interesting. It was uh, just sandstone that was laid horizontally many, many, many millions of years ago. And as the Rocky Mountains were formed and pushed up, they kind of went from being horizontal to being completely vertical. And this sandstone was harder than the stone that was around it. And so all of the sand, or all the the rock around it kind of eroded, leaving these giant red formations that are just completely vertical. And they're just, they're they're called fins. And they like are giant sails that just come out of the earth. And in more recent news, Charles Perkins, who visited Colorado Springs in the 1800s, he fell in love with the city and particularly this area of Garden of the Gods, and he ultimately bought 480 acres of land and did his best to keep the nature of this majestic site untouched. He actually died in 1907, and there was no official paperwork or anything of what he wanted to do with the property, so his children actually conveyed the property to the city of Colorado Springs on the condition that no building or structure shall be erected except those necessary to properly care for, protect, and maintain the area as a public park. They also um, requested that the name stay the same and that it always remain free for entry. And in case you're wondering, it received its name for being a place that is fit for the gods to assemble, just like Ryan described in the Square State Fact. 
the main entrance and definitely the way that I would recommend you come in because you get to see the real like magnitude of how big it is um, as you are driving into Colorado Springs. It's it's kind of like just right there, center of Colorado Springs, uh, but it's more west. It's butt up right against uh, the mountains. And if you're coming in from Denver or from the north, it's only about 70 miles that you have to go. And you just hop on I-25, head south to Colorado Springs. Big surprising name here, you get off on Garden of the Gods Road. The park is located about 6,400 feet in elevations, so you just want to be aware of this if you're not used to higher elevations. On the drive-in from the interstate, which is usually the most likely way you'll be coming in, unless you're coming in from the back way, then you'll see Balance Rock first, but you can't miss Garden of the Gods. As you'll see the giant rock formations with Pikes Peak in the background and the Rocky Mountains, it's really, really quite beautiful. And this is probably the best vantage point to be able to see another iconic rock formation there, which is called the Kissing Camels. And you might need to use your imagination a little bit to be able to see it, but it's a really grand sight nonetheless, and it's definitely easier to see from this side and further away rather than when you're directly below it. Yeah, you can actually see Kissing Camels from the Visitor Center as well. They have a patio overlook there where you can take a lot of great pictures. We'll talk more about that. But there are other awesome uh, popular formations that people want to see. Like we mentioned, Balanced Rock is definitely one of the top attractions. Another one that's called Siamese Twins. And then there's several other ones that you'll see on the map that you can grab uh, for free when you go into the Visitor Center. So let's talk about some popular things to do at Garden of the Gods because there are a lot and quite a few of them are free or very inexpensive. Probably the first one that comes to mind and probably the easiest to do is just to go hike and get out there on foot. Uh, Garden of the Gods has over 12 designated trails in the park and all the trails range from very easy to moderate in difficulty, um, from completely paved scenic trails to more rugged and secluded dirt paths, but nothing super extreme or something that most people can't handle. Actually, I will say that there are 14 trails because my friend Stephanie and I, who we talked, uh, we did an episode together about training for the Manitou Incline, we're actually going to be walking and hiking all of the trails at Garden of the Gods. That's like a goal that we have. And there's like two extra ones that are on the map now that weren't usually on the map because they've done a lot of construction there recently and they've upgraded a lot of their trails. They've paved a lot of extra ones. So there's always something cool going on and lots of trails for you to explore for sure. And like I mentioned, you can pick up a free full color trail map at Garden of the Gods Visitor Center. There's a nature center there as well, an information desk, and there's actually this really cool um, model version of the park in the visitor center and you can push different buttons and it'll light up and show you each area and how to get there, if there's a parking lot nearby, and those sorts of details. There's the Perkins Central Garden Trail and it's probably the main and most iconic trail. It certainly is the most popular. And it's a mile and a half long paved trail, and it's both very easily accessible by wheelchair and strollers. It features guided tours that are open during normal hours. But please keep in mind, these trails are very limited, um, so try to stick on them. Don't go off. The, the effects of the erosion is incredible for this unique landscape. You don't want to be, like, running off, and there's always someone who ruins it for everybody by going out there and spray painting the rocks. <laughs> And like you mentioned before, some other very iconic things that you definitely want to stop in the park and see, Balanced Rock and Siamese Twins. Siamese Twins is a bit more off the beaten path. You'll have to hike to get there. But it's these two rock formations that are connected that look almost identical to each other. And it's remarkable to think that these things just happened to erode in such a way that they look exactly like each other, standing next to each other. There's another one that's called Sleeping Giant, and it's really interesting. Kids love to look at it, and it's like it looks like this giant 
who's actually laying on the ground sleeping um, and he's kind of like snoring a little bit <laughs> so that's kind of cool too another thing you can do is rent a bike or book an electric bike tour or you know grab your own bike and go for a bike ride but um, it's a really great way to explore all of the rolling hills and the paved one-way roads that there are you can go kind of slow meandering winding curves with these easy hills um, that make many loops around Garden of the Gods, and it's a really fun, easy ride, and a really um, awesome, unique way to experience this park. Yeah, the the electric bike tours are really great for people who aren't necessarily ready for the elevation, but they want to like get out and feel the wind in their hair. So you can rent the bike, and you know it kind of just does the work for you. Garden of the Gods offers some of the top-rated bike tours using e-bikes, making an easy way to explore regardless of your age or fitness level. Kind of like I said. You can also just rent a good old-fashioned bike. I know when your brother came and visited us this summer, um, he was really into, he's really into mountain biking, but when he went to Garden of the Gods, he just would not stop talking about how much he wanted to like get a bike to just go ride around Garden of the Gods a few times. Mm-hmm. It, there's a lot of great hiking and a lot of great biking. If you book a bike tour, um, a guide will lead you and your group to the best locations in the park and explain like all the features and some of the history along the way. These tours range from about one and a half to two and a half hours, covering anywhere from about five to 13 miles. And like we said, it's pretty easy and accessible for most ages and abilities. You could always go in there and do some rock climbing, but I will disclose this. This is something that probably won't be for everyone. Um, I would only say the most confident or experienced people would endeavor doing this. Uh, because I would say every year there is a death, if not deaths, due to rock climbing. Even when they are permitted and have the experience, you know, accidents happen. I remember when I was a kid and before they got really strict with where people could go in the park, when they had more of like a enter at your own risk attitude, my mom and I went here and we found this tunnel going through one of the larger rock formations and we came out like at near the top, easily like 40 feet in the air. And seriously, not even a week later in that same tunnel, someone had fallen and died from where we stood without any gear at all. And we just kind of walked up there. That all being said, rock climbing is a super fun activity for very active families. Um, it's about 70 bucks per person, and this is more expensive, but it's a very memorable way to see the geology of the garden, and it's also going to be the much less crowded thing to do. Um, but before you climb, find out which routes are open and be sure to get a permit. Another thing you can do is stop by the visitor center and overlook area. We mentioned this a little bit before, but uh, the Garden of the Gods has a visitor and nature center and is definitely worth a stop just all on its own. There's a really large parking lot that's free uh, outside that allows visitors to park and explore all day long. The overlook outside on the balcony offers a really beautiful one-of-a-kind view of the rock formations and you will be able to see views of Pikes Peak and the Front Range that are the background of the Garden of the Gods Park. Um, the Visitor Center is also a great place for a bathroom break, to grab some food, to get some water. Um, there are a few other restroom areas along the trails in the most popular areas of the park, but this is a really family-friendly educational stop and can be sort of like the hub for all your activities to eat, learn, shop, and plan your hike. There is the Bean Sprout Cafe, which is inside, serves really good coffee and sandwiches, and there's a really nice museum that has like hands-on shows of different animals that are you're going to find in the park. You can even touch a lot of the different... Um, fur that they would have or see the kind of poop that they're going to have. Yeah, you have to guess the poop. Yeah, I love it. so um, it's a really cool interactive and it's free. 
Another great thing is that you can attend a lot of their museum classes and programs. The park makes a really great destination for field trips and homeschool families specifically. You can learn about the geology, ecology, and history of the park through many different programs and exhibits that are there. There's a really nice free interactive museum here, and we personally enjoyed the survival plant hike with Cattail Bob, where we learned to identify many medical and edible plants within the park's grounds. You can also learn about dinosaurs and the erosion patterns from birds and animals throughout the centuries. Kids ages 7 to 13 can also join the Junior Ranger program and even receive a badge and certificate. They have free guided walking tours that happen every single day. Or you can book an informative bus tool where a knowledgeable guide will join your bus for a one-hour tour to share the incredible garden and how it was formed. There's also the 1909 Trolley Tour. It offers an open-air experience with 14 seats and a custom-built trolley. The tour provides a way to travel back in time and see what the garden was like over 100 years ago. And you can expect to spend about 45 minutes on this tour, so it's great if you don't have like a huge amount of time, or if you want to just sit back, relax, enjoy some views, and listen and learn. And the trolley is really cool because it really does look like it came out of the 1900s. Another idea is to go horseback riding. Garden of the Gods offers scenic horseback rides throughout the entire park, and you'll be able to ride with trained cowboy guides who will tell stories of the park and its history way back when the pioneers were here. This is a really unforgettable way to learn more about the garden, but I will say um, definitely watch out for horse poop along the trail. If you're hiking it and not on horseback riding, you'll definitely see traces of where horses have been. A couple more ways that you could take it easy and don't really have to exert yourself too much to explore the park would be take a jeep tour and that'd be kind of more like the trolley tour except it'll be a lot smaller um, with three different types of tours to choose from you will get a narrated tour uh, with stops at waterfalls railroad tunnels Glen Erie Queens Canyon and more and the tours last from anywhere from about an hour and a half to two hours and can cost between 40 and 80 bucks Segway tours are also available and a really great way to see the park at a slower pace. The tour stops include the history of the area's geology, local plants, flowers, and even wildlife that you might see along the way. They're available hourly from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and typically take about an hour to two hours to complete. Some really good places to eat and relax nearby, like you said, that is in the visitor center. Bean Sprouts Cafe. They have great sandwiches, salads, really good coffee, and it's, like I said, located right in the visitor center, so you can just grab a cup of brew, sit back, and enjoy the views, and what people watch, because that's kind of the best part about it. There's also Garden of the Gods Trading Post, which is located on the southwest end of the park, so if you're driving or hiking and you're out for the day, you can stop here. It has a Starbucks and a bathroom, and is perfect for just relaxing and refueling. There's also Balanced Rock Cafe, which serves more burgers and fries. Um, they have beer and wine, and they also serve ice cream from the Colorado City Creamery, which is right up the road from Manitou Springs. And of course, you can always just bring your own picnic. There's uh, plenty of like picnic areas and picnic tables for you to hike or bike to and just get off, enjoy a meal, and enjoy being nice and secluded. So before we wrap up, let's talk about a few tips for coming here. Pets are definitely permitted as long as they're on a leash. Um, it's a very car-friendly destination with ample free parking. There's over 300 spots within the park. They've even added overflow parking in the past like couple years. Um, there's a free shuttle that's available in the summer and it runs from about May through Labor Day weekend. 
And like we said, visiting the park is always free. So you don't have to pay, you don't have to pay to park or anything like that. Pretty much everything outside of a few of the extra activities are gonna be completely free. And of course, if you wanna buy food and drink. And Garden of the Gods is usually open all year round unless they shut it down for like a very specific maintenance schedule or there's just some sort of crazy weather that's happening. If you wanna see some wildlife, this is definitely a great place. Uh, you can see some deer, chipmunk, rabbits, birds. We've seen elk running around, and um, it, it's kind of funny how climatized, I guess, these animals are to you. You can get very close to the deer. Um, so this is really a great place to see a lot of the local plants and the fauna. All right, at the end of every show, we like to end with a tip for finding free or affordable activities. And in this episode, like we mentioned, Garden of the Gods is completely free. Our favorite way to view the park is to just jump in our car and drive around the one-way paved roads there to see the gorgeous views of the entire park. Um, you start by driving and then you can even park for a hike if you want. This activity is about a short 20-minute drive that you will go through the entire park just following the loop that goes through it and be ready to take in the amazing views and different points. Along the road at High Point, you can actually catch a really incredible view of Pikes Peak. All right, that pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And to learn more about this episode and the resources we shared, visit our website, hashtag coloradolife.com. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, get out there and explore Garden of the Gods.